0: Welcome to Building Innovative Leaders Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're interested in developing your business and leadership while gaining a long-term competitive advantage in life and business, then welcome. You're in the right place. We're here to answer this question. How are entrepreneurs and high-performing leaders just like us who aren't looking for the easy way out or the tactic of the day and are willing to put in the work, who are using our own resources and capital? How do we build businesses and lead teams in a way that lets us strategically leverage innovation and scalable business foundations to remain agile, to get our innovative solutions out to the world, and yet still remain profitable and make an impact? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Kate Abelard. Let's get started. Welcome, innovative entrepreneurs and leaders. Today, I am so excited. You are joining us on the first day of the week. It's our strategic episode for building innovative leaders. And wow, do I have something that is going to completely transform your leadership and your business. Not over promising, I'm going to over deliver. So today I want to talk about why leaders must drive both change and innovation in today's competitive business environment leaders have to drive change and innovation simultaneously our ability to influence others is also critical for our success it can be the difference between achieving a goal and falling short of our expectations Leaders who want to achieve breakthrough results need to master five strategic leadership skills so they can motivate people to follow them on their journey towards success. So in today's Building Innovative Leaders episode, you will be able to, by the end of this, empower action in yourself, your team, and your organization to take on today's most pressing business challenges head on, how to drive change and innovation. As leaders, our world is changing faster than ever before. So we're always getting new challenges and we're faced with opportunities. Leaders must drive the change and innovation to succeed. But how do we ensure that our organization keep up? How do we balance the need for agility with the need to maintain stability? Leaders must learn how to lead change, not just manage it. To create innovative culture in our organizations, it takes strategic leadership within ourselves. Let's go over that for a second because strategic leadership is really important that we define it. Strategic leadership is a great idea combined with the ability to influence others to make it happen. So when you actually can affect both change and innovation to succeed, what does that look like? Well, it means that you're no longer focused on motivating. You can see your team drive to build the movement with you and for you. How does it affect you as a leader? Well, you are really going to increase your efficiency and your effectiveness because now you have two roles as the CEO or the entrepreneur. Your first role always is to drive change. And the second one is, is to develop other people. So when we're using something that we're driving change and innovation, we're leading them, but our job really is to empower those people who are on our teams in our organizations to take it upon themselves to really gravitate and make our mission, their mission, and to move forward because we're responsible for the culture and the values that permeate our companies. We wanna connect those two roles This is what you must do. You must drive change through emotional connection to the new movement, which we're going to talk about later because that is the strategy. The new movement is the strategy. And you have to create that emotional connection to really lead change and innovation in your organization. So for your team, this is what it looks like. They're going to be inspired and they're going to strategically operate. This is not a woo-woo podcast. (laughs) We've said that multiple times, but it's really important that they're inspired, connection, driven, have that purpose in them, and then are able to take that and push it right into strategic operating so that way they see the results. As an organization, you're going to have client focus and quick implementation when you use these five strategic leadership skills today. Now, ultimately, when we operate from a level of strategic leadership, And we're able to implement both change and innovation in our organizations. What does that look like? What are the results? I always like to know the results. So the first one here is increased productivity. They understand the narrative, meaning your team, of the strategy. They then apply it to the role. Then what they do is they apply it to their process. Then they connect their purpose to the strategy. And after that, they create the solution. So increased productivity happens in that order. Now, increased solutions is the next thing that we get because we're getting more solutions that are actually viable solutions. They meet the needs and perform well in the market, which ultimately gets us increased revenues and profits. Every entrepreneur loves that. The last one here that I want to say is a really big component of learning to lead with a strategic management style that we're going to go over today is increased client success because it meets their needs and it's simple, not complex, for them to apply or functionally use it. So you know me, I like to get down to the brass tacks, but today is a little different. Today is going to be a hit them hard, get a notebook. (laughs) You're going to want a pen. You're maybe going to want to listen to this a few times because I packed a whole bunch into this episode because I really wanted to talk big picture, 30,000 foot view. I wanted to hit the 10,000 foot view and I wanted to hit the boots on the ground view in this because these five strategic steps are something that the big Fortune 500 CEOs, the Fortune 50 CEOs absolutely sit there and perfect. It is what makes them so successful. And as entrepreneurs, you know that the reason why we started this podcast was to help other entrepreneurs, those with teams who want to figure out how to grow their business, how to scale their business and want the tactics and the strategies and the understanding of how to pull it all together into a 360 degree view that we give to our Fortune 500 clients, our big funded tech startups, and our successful entrepreneurs as private clients, we wanted to share these strategies with you. So this is definitely an episode that you want to share with your team. (laughs) You wanna make sure that your leadership team gets this episode because every single step out of the five steps that I'm giving you actually has a process to go ahead and think about and implement. And on top of that, The rest of this week for the Daily Innovation Briefing episodes, if you are just recently joining us, Daily Innovation Briefing episodes are really important for us here at Cage Strategy. That's who puts on the Building Innovative Leader podcast. It's really important because by the end of the week, our belief here is that we should cover some main areas for you to implement this in your business. Because every week, we have one main strategy, and then we give you five implementation episodes in order to implement it in your business. And by the end of listening to us for a year you'll have the 52 strategies actually ready to implement. Because by the end of this week, it will be about 45 minutes to an hour and 15 by the time you're done listening to all the episodes. But you can literally use this as a workshop where you're completing the things that we're talking about while you're listening to the episode. And for us, that's really important because we know that to affect real change, to have an impact, to teach others how to use these strategies, you have to be able to apply them And immediately implement them so you can start seeing the results and get yourself a long-term competitive advantage because I guarantee you that the majority of those in your marketing industry are not using these. And that's what gives our clients such a unique competitive advantage and why they're able to have a long-term competitive advantage because of it. So with that being said, let's get into these five steps. I hope you've had the time now to get the notebook, to get the pen and paper, to make sure that you subscribe and share this episode with others on your team because everybody needs to be in this week. It is the first week in May if you're following us like in real time. If not, then you just happened upon one of the major episodes that is going to change your leadership and your business and absolutely transform it. So let's get started. Step one is people follow leaders and ideas. We've all been told this, but it's really important to understand how to make that true for you, right? We're talking about like, what is the brass task? What does it come down to? The first one here is you need to engage people emotionally with a narrative. You need to provide inspiration and relatability. And relatability here is absolutely key. It's key for your clients, customers, or consumer, and it's really key for your team members who work with you because here's what relatability should mean. I hear you. And this is the most powerful, the second one. I understand you that right there is how you have relatability that is powerful that is how people follow leaders and ideas because people are in search of meaning in their lives and the workplace so you need to provide that relatability that connection that you're building and last week if you were following along with us we talked all about how connection happens how to make sure that you're creating that in your organization and with your clients so if you need a little brush up on that definitely check out episode 17 and all the daily innovation briefings for that. But let's get back to how do we have our team follow us as a leader and adapt and completely own our ideas? Well, this is really important because leaders must drive change and innovation by inspiring others with their vision of what can be possible if we all work together towards a common goal. This requires leadership from the top down, but it really also means that you're empowering your team members at every level. By showing them how they fit into the bigger picture, you will gain their trust and support while motivating them and activating their drives to push themselves harder than ever before. Does not mean burnout. You want to translate a strategy into a compelling leadership message. This is really important that captures their heart and mind. So how do you do this? Well, this is your first process. So get that notebook ready. You do this by explaining the strategy and the reason why through a narrative. Here are the six things that you need to explain this through a narrative so people follow you as the leader and follow you for the idea. The first one is the logic behind the strategy. The second step here is where everybody fits in, and I do mean everybody. Three, what's expected of them? What's their roles? What's their responsibilities? Four, what does success actually look like? When done right, what does this look like? Create a vivid, understanding of what that looks like. Put some metaphors in for people who learn and actually emotionally attach through metaphors. Use some imagery. This is not done in a PowerPoint. This is done like you're telling a story, which is why I use the word narrative. The next one here is show them through inspiration. We do something that we call uh, morning motivation, and the reason why we do Morning Motivation is we're consistently inspiring our team and our organization towards what we're driving through as a business. So when you're presenting a new strategy, it's really, really important that you give them visual inspiration, that you give them metaphor inspiration that they can pull from and understand and really make their own. You want to make that emotional connection. And again, this sixth step here is from before. But I want to reiterate, when you're talking about a narrative, you need to let them know that you understand where they're coming from and that they have a pivotal role. You need to let them know that relatability, right, comes into I understand you. Okay, so those are the six steps when you're creating a strategic narrative that goes from boring PowerPoint that nobody emotionally connects to and that everyone's on board with and no one's aligned with (laughs) to creating a narrative that people see as I live this, I breathe this, this is my beliefs, this is my purpose, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm going to drive for. Not I don't need to be consistently motivated. I have driven to make this happen. People follow leaders and ideas. Make sure you give them a narrative and make sure you connect with them that they feel understood. So that's the synopsis for step one. Step two, really, really important. Learn faster than competitors if you want to drive change and innovation. Well, yeah, Cade, <laughs> that sounds like kind of a given, but I'm going to give you the strategy to do it. Okay, so this is a five-step strategy that you want to use. The first one, right? We all love, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're one of my clients, data, data, data. But data is raw. Data does not give you insights. You have to understand how to look at the data to gain the insights. So take the data and then find the insights. Look for the implications and the strategic challenges that you're going to face. Second here is the strategy. What is the success, the priorities, and the gaps? Step three, align everyone behind the strategy. This is where we add in the people, our team, right? And their commitment, which we already addressed in step one, right? We got them to believe that, take that on, take ownership of it. You're creating the culture, which is one of the major roles for you as a CEO is to create the culture and the standards in your organization. The next one here is structure and then the processes that support that strategy, And now that we've talked about structures and processes, step four here is implementation. You need the implementation fast because step five, you're going to use those feedback loops, check your metrics, and check your KPIs. If you follow these five steps, you're going to learn faster than your competitors so you can drive change and innovation faster than they can and get yourself ahead of them with a long-term competitive advantage. Because if we're only focusing on some of the key things, like you're focusing on, oh, just release a new product, just release a new product, that's that's short-term, right? And you know me, we're all about the long-term competitive advantage. So what's really important is that we learn faster than our competitors so we can test things out test the insights, understand if this is really the implication, address if these are accurate challenges or did we not foresee everything that's happening, understand success priorities and gaps, then make sure that your whole companies behind that structures and processes can handle it, that your implementation actually goes as planned. And those feedback loops are going to tell you your gaps, your metrics are going to tell you if you're on point, and your KPIs are going to tell you how well you're performing with the strategy and what else needs to be refined. So this is how you learn faster than competitors if you want to drive change and innovation. Now, I know that I'm giving you lots of steps within the five skills for strategic leadership, but these are things that we go through with our top CEOs and eight and nine figure businesses. This is what we're consistently going back and forth with them and their team and refining and the approach. And it's the reason why they're so successful. So if you are not yet at those eight and nine figure areas, like some of our clients are, this is okay because this actually makes you aware of what you need to do. This is going to tell you, Don't misstep and do it the incorrect way. This is the right way to go about doing this. So this is to be used no matter what you're doing. This is also to be used in your profit centers. If you have one consistent where you're consistently serving people and then you have your innovations, right? Because we're talking about change and innovation. So this is exactly where you apply the learn faster. Put it into those profit centers that you're using the change and innovation to actually bring those to market and make this part of your learn strategy. Okay. So skill number three. Client centric business. Here's what I'm going to tell you people do not buy attributes. I made this mistake when we first started our business. And sometimes I still need to s- snap myself out of it. And I need to say, those are great attributes of the product that you're talking about developing. We're working on a SaaS right now. And those are great attributes, but people buy solutions to their needs, they don't buy attributes. So that has to be a very distinct thing that you're working on for a client-centric business. Now, a client-centric business means that you're focused on their engagement, their experience, their needs, their wants, and their success. But when we're talking about getting change and innovation out and how leaders can do that, you need to focus on the solutions to their needs, not the attributes. Okay, so let's talk about something that's really key here, and it's understanding what and how to implement a situational analysis. A situational analysis will let you know what they want and need. It's going to add in some things like environment and actually get you an actionable step to move forward. So there are actually five, I'm off memory, situational analysis factors that you need to put in. You need to check out the external environment, gaps, needs, priorities, goals, needs of the customer, What are they asking for? What do they want and need? You need both of those in there for needs of customer under that bridge. And here's something that I want to leave you with. The military always says, this is like their operating model, intelligence precedes operations. So this is really important. And this is something that I think has always, well, really, has always driven my need for data and analytics and analyzing that and getting insights from them. What does that mean? Because intelligence precedes operations. That means that if we're going to use it in the military context, if you don't have good intelligence, your people will die. Your people will die. If you have great intelligence, have a really actionable, executable strategy and know your risks and your opportunities, you have a higher chance for success. So to me, I use that same thought process and I apply it here. So when we're talking about this, we need to define challenges and come out with the winning customer proposition. So remember... Intelligence precedes operations. You need a situational analysis. You need to understand the external environment and the needs of the customers. Once you understand those, then define a challenge that you're going to incur and then define what the winning customer proposition is based on external environment and the needs of the customer. Okay, let's go into skill four, strategic planning. Every leader who's driving change and innovation needs a really Good strategic plan because we need to know where to focus our resources that specifically drive a competitive advantage. So there are seven steps to a strategic plan that drives competitive advantage. These are the areas that every CEO, every leader, every entrepreneur needs to understand to have a successful strategic plan in which you will then create a narrative with, then create strategic operations and roles and responsibilities. But this is what you need to understand before you create that into a narrative and then move forward with it. So you need to one, understand the strategic growth and scalability. Two, the productivity and the cost. This is really important. This is where the systems, the processes and how you refine them down and then your costs, which is can be your what your expenses are, right? What your return is, but also what are the margins on what you're putting out there. Three, resources. How much does it cost you? What can you leverage? Think creatively about stacking them and how can you make sure like if we can have this profit center this was a really good processor system that will save us time bring it over here right this is where knowledge distillations and industry distillations can help you stack resources better because they're process and systems refinements and improvements now the next one here is market understand what's happening in the market so many people are like this is a great idea i'm moving there is no data and insights onto what that would look like in the market And so therefore we need that market. Now, the fifth one here is the network, the communication, the implementation of it, those who can support it, those who use it, those who can be partnered with it, those who can be affiliates of it, those who can co-create with it, all network. Six is distribution. What is your distribution of what you're doing? If it's a product or service, what's the distribution? You need to do cost, analysis, risk, There's so many things that come into the distribution. And if the mode of distribution, if you can capitalize on somebody else's distribution channel, if it's something that you have to create or it's something that you can modify with what you existingly have. And the seventh one here is economy. What is currently happening, right? When we have volatile markets or volatile um, instances, what are you doing with the economy and how does what you're doing fit into that? And then that can also change if you're not going to change what you're producing, which is fine, then you're changing the positioning of it. Okay, so these are the seven things that you as the leader, you as a CEO and the entrepreneur really need to have down pat from a strategic advantage before you select a strategy, before you go and onboard people into this process, before you go and create a movement with your team, before they go and create the execution around it, you need to understand the strategic planning. All right, number five, this I left for last because I want this to really hit you like it hits me every single day. And this, I'm going to tell you something that I use every single day. It's actually on my desk in a little frame (laughs) because it's that important for us as leaders. If we want to affect change and innovation, this is what we really need to make sure that all that movement, all the strategic planning, all the client-centric business, all how to learn faster than other companies, it is all for naught if we can't do this last step. So this you can almost think of as your filter to put everything through. It's my consistent filter that I use. This is it. Simplify in a complex world. Real mastery, real precision is in simplifying something. It's not throwing complex strategies and complex products and complex services at people and expecting them to feel like that felt good, No one's gonna feel that way. They're all gonna feel like they got a fire hose in the mouth, or they were hit with a Mack truck. <laughs> so our role as leaders, if we really want to affect change, if we really want to create innovation in our organizations, in our markets, in our industries, and really have impact in the lives that we serve, it's simplify in a complex world. You need to do this in two ways: internally in your organization, and externally to the solution that you prov- you provide to your client customer, or consumer. So what is this filter that I use? I'm going to tell you. It's from Michelin chef, Marco Pierre White. He says three things, and this is a really excellent way to understand how complexity can mess you up, and everything, when you create something, it goes through these three statements. One, complexity creates confusion. Two, confusion creates inconsistency. Three, inconsistency creates failure. Now, we have all tried to implement something, whether we have been on the, I guess, the usability or the application side of it, or if we actually have been trying to use it in our business, where we have all had something that is complex, down the line somewhere it creates confusion. And because it's confusing, people will shy away from it out of natural fear that your brain naturally does that, right? And it's really hard to get people to push past that. It's going to become inconsistent. And when you inconsistently apply something, there's absolutely what's coming right up after that is the failure. So make sure that no matter what you do as a leader, no matter what change, no matter what innovation that you're putting out there to your team or the world, you put it through this filter. And if you don't know um, Chef Marco Pierre White, look him up. He has some pretty incredible, (laughs) pretty incredible quotes. Um, I like his style uh, and I like his directness and his just severe focus on quality and what it looks like to be um, in a a leadership position in the culinary world. So um, again, I'm just going to tell you the filter. If this is something you want to print out and put on your desk, by all means, let me know, take a picture and tag me in it. (laughs) We can do that together. The first one again is one, complexity creates confusion. Two, confusion creates inconsistency. And three, inconsistency creates failure. So Now that we've gone over the five skills that you need to implement for leadership and how do you actually create change and innovation in your company through strategic leadership, think of it this way. When you do this, what does it look like? What is the big picture that you're going to say? What if someone sat you down? I said this last week. What if someone sat you down in four months from now and asked you, what did doing that mean for you? And here's what I can tell you it meant for me. It means that My life is infinitely more impactful with my team and my clients. It means that I have more focus and clarity. It means that I'm surrounded by these driven people from different diverse backgrounds who are all pushing towards a goal that is their purpose and that they're excited every day to come to work. They're excited every day to sign on when we do our Zoom meetings and they're pushing and they're building a movement. They're building it for me, with me, right? It doesn't mean that I'm the one who's always pushing anymore. So I always like to say I don't like to run um, an entrepreneur centric business because that's really high risk. But when you have a team who can really understand this and you really implement this in all these different ways, in all the different processes that I said underneath these five different skills, this is what true legacies are made for. This is what true impact is made of. What you're going to see is that your team members are going to be ambitious. They're going to be creative. They're going to be focusing on refinements and the implementation and how they can make it better and what can they do. And that ultimately also drives a very profitable business. They take joy in building that out. It's not always about the money at that point because trust me, they're adequately compensated. But what it does, it allows them to attach their individual professional purpose and their individual personal purpose and show up somewhere and make an impact. Because they have a leader who can affect change and bring innovative solutions to a market. So they have something to get behind. They have a movement to get behind. And when you build yourself in the strategic leadership like that, there is nothing that's going to stop you. That is what it looks like when you implement it correctly. That is what I tell my friends. That is what I tell the entrepreneurs that we work with in our private clients. And everybody, when they hear that, and I'm sorry right now you can't see it, but the passion in my eyes when you create that for your organization, ah, there's just nothing like it. That is what we wanted as entrepreneurs. We wanted that freedom. We wanted that impact. We wanted to know that others in our community and in our businesses and our teams are affecting impact. We wanted to know that that the people that we serve are living better lives because of us. It gets our purpose. It fires up the drive in our team members to impact. It all around is the reason why we are entrepreneurs to begin with. So when you use these five skills for strategic leadership, to make sure that you can affect both change and innovation. There's nothing that's going to stop you. So what I want to say is I also really greatly appreciate all of you who are listening. And I really love that every week now, our spots are filling up really, really fast for all of you who are applying for the free, right? It's only for the people who are uh, all our listeners who are actually listening to the BIL podcast and the DIB, right? So uh, Monday through Friday actually applying them. And then what they're doing, and the link down here is in the notes, you click on that link, you choose a time that works for you, you send in your strategic plan, your blueprint from this week's episode, we go over it, we ask you a few questions before you show up to the call. So we come fully prepared for the call. And so do you. And what we do is we make sure that this actually fits in your business. Because if we're taking the time to to share our inner secrets of how we've worked with these major companies, how we've affected major change, and the results that we're getting, I want to make sure that even though we're not closely working together yet, that you're still able to get massive success from these strategies that you're getting from us every week. So if you have not, make sure that you click on that link, make sure that you register for that call. And what I also really love, (laughs) this is making me smile thinking about it, is all of you who are also sending in your amazing weekly some of them call them team huddles, some of them call it BIL strategy sessions, like whatever you guys identify these at where you review them as a team in an organization, those videos, those voice messages that you're sending us, are amazing. We live and breathe for them. So I just want to recognize that those who are sending them in, you guys are awesome. I love your passion. I love your ability to just take this by the reins, make it yours, implement it in your own company, and really stand up for what innovative leaders are and why entrepreneurs like us started this for to begin with. So I just wanted to say again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You guys are absolutely amazing. Now, make sure that you sign in all week. Make sure that you subscribe so you get the notifications Monday through Friday. You are absolutely going to want to follow the additional leadership episodes that we have all week long because Monday we talk about you as the entrepreneur, as the leader, your mindset, how do you approach it? Tuesday, we talk about how you deal and influence and continue to mentor your leadership team. That's really important to get this moving forward, right? Because it's great to do the spark, but there has to be some way to actually bring this through strategy to implementation. So you're going to need that. Wednesday, we talk about how do you make this the absolute fabric of your organization and what do you need to make sure that this works. Thursday, we're talking about thought leadership in general. For every member of your team, what needs to be understood for this to be a longevity approach to give you success ongoing? And Friday is the skills necessary to make sure that you can implement this week's plan. So do not miss out. You are going to want every single one of those episodes. And don't forget, scroll down, click on the notes, and make sure that you sign yourself up because the strategy sessions go so fast and make sure that you get in those strategy sessions as soon as you can, even if they're just registered at the end of the week, make sure that you secure those spots now. So that way you can make sure that we're reviewing it, making sure it works for your business, making sure that it works for your team, your structure, your business model, everything, and make sure that you get the most out of Building Innovative Leaders. Thank you again. This is Kate Abelard from Building Innovative Leaders. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us today. And as always, if you'd like to join us in our free Facebook group, come on over to the tribe of innovative entrepreneurs and join us for our weekly trainings. Have a great day.